This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan again, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners, cutting away the error, all of the briars and brambles and kudzu that clutters up the world, clutters up the spiritual world, and uh, exposing error. My friend, there's so much error out there, and uh, ever, everywhere you turn, is somebody has a new idea of how to be saved and what the Lord is and that Lord that. But my friend, we're just cutting away all that error. We're bringing you the raw gospel. I've coined that word, raw gospel. That's what we're bringing. We don't, we don't flower it up. We don't water it down. We just bring you what the, thus saith the Lord. And I know, I know we get a lot of criticism here in the bookstore. We only sell the King James Version of the Bible. And we have folks come in here, well, I want the RSV and I want the NIV. But my friend, they've been watered down. There may be some gospel there if you could read it. But my friend, why do that? Why take a chance? So we, we just bring you these messages day by day and uh, hoping and praying and asking the Lord to uh, take something home to some heart out there. Maybe you're uh, shut in. Maybe you're uh, bed bound and, and where you can't, can't get out and, and, and somebody got you a radio and you can tune it in there or maybe brought you these tapes and CDs. But my friend, uh, the old trailblazer loves the souls of men, women, Boys and girls, that's that's my only desire. I have no other desire in this life. And uh, I praise the Lord for my health is fairly good. And I'm able to stand up and preach. I'm able to drive my vehicle and able to go out to the mission places a little bit, not like I used to be. And uh, I, I, that's what I live for, my friend, to get out the gospel. The Lord has called me. The Lord has given me a call to be, be instant in season, out of season, reprove and rebuke with all long suffering. And I know that the thrust of my ministry has been to warn sinners to flee from the wrath to come. That's what I do on a regular basis here, there, and yonder. And we bring in these studies now on their, the home. We look there at the first home where Adam and Eve were in the garden there. And then we finished up yesterday on our last study on the man, the head of the home. And at this time, we're going to look at woman, the queen of the home. Is that how you look on your wife, my friend? Is that what you look up? Listen now. The first, our first message there on the establishment of the home and its restoration after Satan had wrecked it. Then I spoke to you on this subject. The man, the head of the home. The head of the home. Let me interject right here. I told you all of these messages on the home will be available on CDs. We put five 15-minute messages on a one CD, I offered them for one dollar per CD, plus postage. One dollar, one dollar plus postage. But our subject today is the woman, the queen of the home. Oh, isn't that a beautiful text? Isn't that a beautiful uh, subject? Woman was created to be a companion and a helper to man. Now let's go back and look at the basics of things. The Lord said He saw that was not good for man to be alone. I encourage our young people to seek uh, a marriage, a wife or a husband. I do. I encourage that. I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I couldn't, I, could, I don't know. I couldn't live alone. I couldn't. No, sir. When I got grown, got out of the service, first thing I'd do is look around to find me a wife, my friend. That's right, because that's the natural thing to do. But the Lord said it was not good for Adam to be alone. So he created her, created woman, uh, to, 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 listen now, let's go back. They, they were equal. 
in the authority and in the jurisdiction that God gave them over all the animals and the fowls of the air and the fishes of the sea. And then he commanded them to go out and replenish the earth and have dominion over it. But after the fall, after they sinned, God made her subject to the government of man. Now, in Genesis 3.16, we read, Unto the woman, he said, this was spoken after she sinned, after the sin, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Now, I know people... Take that wrong, the man's supposed to be a tyrant and get a little little whip always ready to thrash his... No, that Lord don't mean that, my friend. That's the most dastardly thing I ever heard of. But let's go back. Let's go back. I want to call your attention to that last statement. Thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Now, we've lost that, had not we? We've lost that, my friend. I know the woman's lib and uh, all of those things. Back there, I remember... Shortly after World War II or during World War II, defense plants were booming and everything, and they didn't have enough people, and the women began to work. They had Rosie the Riveter, you may remember, if you're my age or a little younger. And that's when our, the degradation started. Our women began to feel uh, no longer were they needed in the home. Now, now, let's face this fact. Before man fell, the husband and the wife were co-rulers. And when Adam, when the man Adam fell, then the wife became subject to her husband and to his government. And her desire shall be to her husband, and she shall submit unto his voice of authority and his rulership. Now, you can rear up, jump up, and say, I won't have it. No man going to tell me what to do. You're out of God's will. You're walking out of his will, my, my, my wife, my friend. I do. I do. And I know that's a lot of that going on today. But my friend, you're walking out of God's will. Mother, you're walking out of God's will if you're objecting or disobeying your husband. You say, I'm, I'm supposed to obey this guy? Yes, sir. That's what the Bible says. But in love, we, we, we've passed over some of that and we'll go back over it later. But listen, listen, listen now. Now, let's first look at that word desire. You ever looked at that word closely? Thy desire, he's talking to the woman here, thy desire shall be to thy husband. The word desire means to long for, to wish earnestly for, to crave. In other words, all the longings and cravings of her heart, the earnest desires of her soul shall be towards one object, and that is her husband. We don't see much of that today, do we? But this is God's word. You know, this is sure, it's in Genesis. That's right. Well, you know, Genesis. No, it's God's word. It's God's word, my friend. And I tell you often, like I do, if you don't believe God's word, then I have no message for you. If, I have, if, if you don't believe God's word, you might well just go on, be like a dog out there, go on, live your life, go on to hell for your trouble. That's right. If you don't believe God's word, I hold it in my hand here, and I say, this is God's word. I hold it up to my audience. This is God's word. I hold it up to this microphone when I'm bringing these messages here. This is God's word. If you don't believe it, listen, this is God's word. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and be damned. Now, my friend, you cannot be saved apart from the word of God. You cannot be saved if you don't believe God's word. Now, I know that we have every ism and schism 
in the land today. We have radio broadcasters, TV broadcasters, internet broadcasters who will who will argue with God's word. I have a, a, a nationally renowned uh, singer and preacher that has written me a long letter telling me that uh, disobey, dis, disavowing the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you who he is one of these days if you call me. But a man, and then he wrote a book and wrote me that, and sent me a copy of his book, and I put it in the trash. He said that Jesus was just a good man, just a good man. That man not saved. He's, he's a world-famous world, world famous preacher. Got a singing group, goes all over the country singing gospel songs, him and his wife, co-pastors. There's an error. See, he's, he's ignorant. He don't know that his wife is not to, to be a pastor. I read that verse to you a while back, two or three days ago. To be the pastor of a church, you have to be the husband of one wife. My friend, my friend, let's get down to where we live. God's word is our sole authority. It's the only authority that we have. If you don't believe it, you go to hell for your trouble. Oh, I know. I don't understand every word of it. I don't understand all of the all of the things that happened, the rituals that happened back there in the in the Old Testament. But it's God's word, my friend. It's not my word. It's God's word. And we're gonna keep on, keep on going. The word desire means to long for, to wish earnestly for, to crave. I would. Say it means to obey. It means to be in submission. I can remember some of the olden days when the wife was obedient to her husband. I remember those days that she didn't feel uh, like like a like she had to be the boss, man. Put the britches on. Oh, we're gonna talk about that later. But let's look. The word desire means to long for, to earnestly crave. In other words, all the longings and cravings of her heart, the earnest desires of her soul shall be towards one object, and that is her husband. That word desire also means passion. Passion. Now sit up and listen now. Then all of her passion shall be towards her husband. Yes, the yearnings and cravings and longing of the woman's heart shall reach out toward her husband. And on the other hand, Coveting is an improper desire directed toward that which belongs to another. So because of that improper desire, which comes under the sin of covetousness and leads to adultery, fornication, whoremongering, we have today what we call wife swapping. Uh, That is a sign of the end of this age and leading to the wrecking and ruining and breaking up of our homes. Whether you know or not, we have all but lost the old-time Christian home. Now, that's a fact we face today, my friend. Surely it's a deplorable situation. We have very few homes today. We have a lot of staying places or boarding houses, but we have very few homes. Oh, my friend, I pray. I pray for you. I pray that you'd make your home around the blessed Lord, around Christ. If you don't know how to do that, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to lead you and guide you and direct you. And you write me and ask for these CDs and give them to you. You got married children? Give them, give them a copy of these CDs, my friend. It'll be the greatest thing you ever. Maybe they'll see for the first time that they have a responsibility to bring those children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Maybe they'll see for the first time, the wives will see that they're subject to the authority of their husband. Now, all of that, I don't mean a tyrant. I don't mean a, a whipping block. I don't mean those things. No, my friend, that I'm talking about in love, in love. 
They, they, don't, don't misunderstand me. Don't misunderstand me. I don't mean that a woman is to obey like a slave. That's not what we're talking about. But my friend, the Lord will lead you if you ask him. If you, if you plead with him, he'll lead you. But we're gone. We're goners now. And our young family's coming up today. The wife rules at home. The husband stays out at night drinking and smoking and play, shooting pool or somewhere. And the children are off down the road somewhere uh, exposed to pornography on somebody's computer. And also uh, where, there's, where there's drugs and illegal drugs rampant. And my, my home, our homes, my friend, our home, we just don't have a home no more, do we? We have a place to stay, just a place to drop into the bed and fall asleep and get up in the morning and start over again. But the old trailblazer is going to stay with you. I'm going to give you all that I have. I'm going to give you the best I have by the grace of God. This is the old trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old trailblazer here, pleading with you, turn to the Lord. Pleading with you, turn to the Lord. My mailing address, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye and may God bless you.